I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Why are you on the prowl for trouble? Stop it. She's always on the prowl for trouble. That's just how she works. It's like she oh, she chooses when I'm about to like go into a meeting or record the podcast or like, you know. Ain't that just the way? Yeah, Oliver is once again napping like a good boy, so I'm hoping it stays that way. Luna, oh, you can't see her now. Oh, you can. She's a that dark spot between my guitar case and the alley. She's... Oh, there you go. <laughs> now she's behind the amps back there. Cute. Trouble. And we love her for it. Um, I did the math, and by the time this is this is going to be released on Twin Peaks Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, February twenty fourth. I keep looking that, back and forth on the date. The day that Dale Oliver. Cooper arrives in Twin Peaks. How exciting! Is that why you're using that mug? That's why I'm using that this mug and why oh, I'm wearing my doppelganger shirt. Did not even see. That. But also, I just love this fucking shirt. Well, yeah. I, probably if I had seen it, I wouldn't have even thought about it. How's your day? We're very busy. Lots going on. Lots, uh... I kind of had the opposite. Really? Yeah, I've been sandblasting a lot of stuff at work. Like, and I... Nope, just remembered I'm not done. That's going to continue tomorrow. But that has been uh, the brunt of what I've been doing lately because we had to take these, like, antique... Essentially antique, like, power grids out of the they call them the cabinets there are these four big metal like cubes essentially that go over all the like old ass machinery that operates the locks like the motor and everything um we had one of the things we started doing at the beginning of the winter was like oh we're gonna take uh two of the grids out of the cabinets up at lock five take them apart you know clean everything refurbish it put it back together um, we realized after doing that that the um, heat-resistant paint that you are supposed to put on the grids, um, you're not supposed to put primer on there. Oh. So we had to go back up to lock five, take them back out, take them both back apart, sandblast them again to get all the paint off. And then repaint them. And then repaint them and rebuild both grids. So we are doing that. Which is fine because I don't... Again, I like having my, like, menial task to do with my hands while I, like, listen to music or listen to podcasts or whatever. But also today was, um... 
shocker, there's a bunch of dads and grandpas that work at the canal, and, um, <laughs> uh, one of the guys on the maintenance crew was retiring. Today was his last day, so I got a free lunch. That's nice. So, all in all, pretty solid day for me. Good. Lovely. Yeah, I can give you some of my work to do. It's a very, very long list. Just very, 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 I mean, at very... this point, I probably could, because I was a TA for three semesters. You could take some of my TA's work. They yeah, have a there lot. I mean, I... Probably, yeah. Actually, I don't even know if the microphone picked up that sound. One of them just messaged me. Rip. Because we have a Google Space set up with that ongoing chat. Ah, so fun. they just me so. Um... But yeah, we're starting off today with something that's not so fun. I don't know why I chose this question, but I thought it would be something to talk about. Um, in your opinion, what's the saddest line in a movie? I didn't open the link. I wonder, what's the link? Oh, it's just that I'm crediting Reddit the page. Reddit post that oh. I am stealing this question from. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a hard one. I actually have one. Ooh, and I forgot to silence my watch like an idiot. I actually have one that I don't think a lot of people. Or I don't know. I don't really see it pop up a lot. And people are like, oh yeah, that's like such a hard hitting line in a movie. But for whatever reason, it really gets me. You've seen Jojo Rabbit, correct? Yeah. I love that movie so much. But um, during that scene when Jojo and Elsa are. When she's like, you know, feeding him all this, all these bullshit stereotypes that he already thinks she's like, oh yeah, like yeah. Jewish people, we love shiny things and all that stuff. But then he's just like, he's like doodling in his little book and he just goes, oh, but you love ugly things too, right? I learned that in school. And it just absolutely guts me because he's a little kid who's so excited to, who's like excited to share what he learned, but what he's learned is just like prop, like horrendous propaganda that he's being fed. It And like the way that it cuts back to Elsa's face, just like. Shit, man. That one absolutely, like, is fucking gutting. And, like, it almost, like, compared to a lot of other things in that movie, it almost feels kind of throwaway. Yeah. I don't know why it hits me the way that it does, but there you have it. I mean, yeah, that that entire part is just a little heart-wrenching. Hmm. You know, because he's just a kid and he doesn't really understand things, and yeah. it's like... I feel like a lot of people have had that experience, too, where there was something that they nev didn't actually get, but they didn't realize that they didn't get it until something happened. They're like, oh, now I feel like an idiot or shitty, depending on the, you know, the situation. So I feel like there's a bit of, um, like, seeing yourself in that. Yeah, possible. Not, um, not I can think of something from a, not... from a uh, stage play that... The first time I saw this, I have seen two productions of uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, the most recent uh, script revitalization that I believe is still playing on Broadway. It's absolutely mm -hmm. excellent. If you have any chance to go see it, touring, local production, it's fantastic. But I went to a production in Buffalo with my sister mm -hmm. because she was taking mm -hmm. a theater class and it was extra credit. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a point in there where... Uh, Scout and Jem and everybody are like, you know, they're being kept in the like upper floor of the courthouse while the trial's going on. And they wind up talking to somebody who like has the reputation of being like, oh, the town drunk or whatever. But it turns out he just has like Coca Cola and a brown paper bag, so people will leave him alone. <laughs> 
but one of the lines is that just like you could literally hear everyone in the theater just go oh like when this was said because it was just so like ouch was when he's talking about how uh his son died and he shows scout a picture and she's like i've like i've never seen a person with hair like that before and she goes like like you know when did he die or something like that and she's like and he goes well miss scout he was mixed none of the hospitals here would take him i wanted to fall on the floor yeah you could literally just hear everyone go like oh like that is what it like hmm not to be all like storytelling is magical but it really fucking is because that's the shit i fucking live for when you can when you like audibly hear one single line like take the wind out of every single person in the room god damn that's good writing so yeah um those are two lines uh one from a movie one from a play that made me want to lie on the floor and pass away you see that a nice light topic to begin the podcast. Yeah, but I've dug this I'm... hole, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not good at coming up with things on the spot, and I forgot to think about this in advance. It happens. I was just scrolling through uh, the Reddit thread, and just, oh my god. two. I came across two that, like, were personally very traumatic for me. But I don't know if you've actually seen either of them. You also don't have to share your personal trauma on our Let's Talk About Funny Things podcast. The, the movie SLC Punk, which I was obsessed with in high school. Is that the one? Matthew Lillard? There it is. Yes, continue. Yeah, I have it on VHS. <laughs> and I watched it so many times. Yeah, and there's a there's a part of it where, like, one of the main characters dies and it's just, like, uh, like... It's one of the classic Matthew Lillard yelling and lots of spittle scenes. I and respect so- whenever people do shit on screen that's, like, kind of gross, like, in an emotional sense. Because, like, I've been there where you, like, literally just have, like, snot on your face and, like, you're disgusting mm-hmm. because you're, like, shit's getting real. I respect anyone who is willing to debase themselves like that on camera to accurately portray emotions like that yeah yeah i mean so the the movie's big on like you know the punk scene and being like a real punk and stuff like that so when his friend finds his friend dead he says only posers die you fucking idiot now what am i supposed to do for a friend <laughs> Just... damn it <laughs> okay and i can i can still hear it and i just uh but I think um, the other one is one that I would have thought about if I had put some time into it because it just, that was one that stuck with me as a kid from My Girl. That movie was a traumatizing experience for me um, as a young child. I like don't, I hardly even remember watching it. I just remember having a fucking breakdown over it. When she goes to his funeral, you know, after yep. he died from he getting stung by the bee. Yep, wears glasses. He can't see without his glasses. What if I died? Like that, what then? That oh man, messed me up. I like that one of the comments on this is they said sad, not traumatizing an entire generation. <laughs> no, for, I'm yeah. in the process of uh, beta reading a very angsty fan fiction that a friend of mine is writing, like as they're writing chapters. And every time 
they put some line in the Google Doc that just, like, gut punches me. I always highlight it in commenters being like, what if this killed me? What then? Yeah. <laughs> what would you be then? I'm such a pain in the ass. Oh, actually, similar vein. I'm going to paraphrase a tweet that I'm stealing from Ghost Twitter. Uh, if I can find who tweeted it initially. I remember their display name was Soto at one point. I'll see if I can okay. find it again because I like to give credit where credit is due. But um, I'm going to paraphrase a little. What's a song lyric that made you worse? Worse in what respect? Here's the thing. I know mm -hmm. what I mean, but I don't know if I can articulate it, which really does not help us whatsoever. I, so, one of my two tied favorite bands, Los Campesinos, they have so many lyrics that just absolutely destroy me. The, yeah, and that's what I'm gonna say for Made You Worse. Yeah, I mean, because, like, there's there's two in the same song that always get me. One oh, of them is Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> that we kid ourselves there's future in the fucking, but there is no fucking future. Which just And it's shouted by the whole band. And so it just gets oh, very uh... But the other one Oh, um, you do you have? I'll take a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine are actually. <laughs> see, here's the thing. Some of the ones that I really think about as having like made me worse are pretty like are pretty recent. So it feels kind of weird to be like, oh, I have this really deep emotional response to these, but like I do. One mm -hmm. song from the pinnacle to the pit off of Meliora. The line, mm -hmm. "You will wear your independence like a crown." Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Um, and two, uh. It's on the Sleep Token album. Oh, is it Sundowning or This Place Will Be Your Tomb? Hold on. I want to get this right because I am really entering my Sleep Token stan era. Cannot recommend them enough. They only have two albums out. They're fantastic. Yes, it is from the Sleep Token song, The Love You Want. And the line is, like, I'm still full of the love you want. I'm just like, oh, man. Ow. Yeah, man, this, I feel like I would have a much easier time thinking of ones from, like, songs than movies. We've Just had like this discussion before, and it's not that either of us are like, oh yeah, I, like, prefer music as an art form to film yeah. or TV or anything else. Whatever reason, shit just sticks. Yeah. Yeah, the, the line, um... I'm gonna do it. I've told myself the only way to vaguely get along in love is by loving the other slightly less in return. I keep feeling like I'm being undercut. God. God damn. <laughs> because, like, that was something I always thought, like, if you, if you like the other person slightly less, then it hurts less. You know? If they don't you and like he actually put that into words yeah especially the part of like i keep feeling like i'm being undercut <laughs> like means they love me, that they love me less than i love them it's like a competition to see you can love them jesus there's some yeah, there musicals in particular where it's not necessarily like the lyric that hits all that hard 
like just by itself but like from the musical the band's visit which is also an excellent excellent film um the the final song is called answer me and like it's kind of just like the culmination of like everything everyone has been waiting for this entire musical it's one of those films and musicals where like nothing happens but everything happens Mm -hmm. but just one of the lines in it is just are you there but they just put so much fucking feeling into it man Mm -hmm. more tone and just like ugh, i saw that live i cried so good god i love that that's another thing if you have the opportunity to go see that in any way shape or form go see the band's visit and also just watch the movie it's excellent but another one from a musical that also technically probably counts as being from a book is from Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812. And I'm pretty sure that this section of the song I'm talking about, it's um, the second to last song, which is just called Pierre and Natasha, which is an absolutely stunning song because it's just like a piano drone with like almost free verse poetry spoken over it. And like, there is physically no way it blows me away because there's like no way you could ever convey the same emotion if you confi- confined yourself to like a chorus verse chorus verse type structure like no way this could have been achieved any way else it like knocks my socks off every single time but there's a point where everything cuts out everyone stops singing and um I believe this line is paraphrased or like taken directly from Tolstoy and it's if I were not myself but the brightest handsomest best man on earth and if I were free then I would get down on my knees this minute and ask you for your hand and he's saying this to um this is gonna make no sense to anyone who is unfamiliar with um War and Peace or Great Comet but I'm saying it anyway but he's saying this to uh, Natasha, who is, like, in the aftermath of, like, having been, she broke up with her fiancé because this hot, young fuckboy, essentially, was like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, we're gonna run away together, and then when that doesn't work out, she tries to kill herself, and it doesn't work. But he's saying this to her in the aftermath of all this, I'm just like, oh my god. I love Great Comet so much. I have already talked on this podcast before about the way that that musical had a just such clear cause to effect. If I had not found this one, I did. My life would be incredibly different. That show means fucking everything to me. And that is probably the best song in the entire musical. Pierre and Natasha into Great Comet of 1812, the last two songs. Absolute perfection. If I never get to see a production of that musical, my life has been a failure. Hmm. And I don't know. Hmm. It's not a huge moneymaker is the problem. Mm-hmm. Which is why I hate capitalism. Anyway. It's a long title. It needs something snappier. People just call it Great Comet. I know, but if they see the full title, I feel like that really does make a difference. Because a lot of like, you know, like Wicked, for example. Um, you're you do. not wrong. I, in in my opinion, the most um, emotionally devastating song ever written is No Lies, Just Love by Bright Eyes. Because he, he is like I the king of emo. I have heard that, but I will keep that in Oh, you know what's an absolute, recently discovered absolutely fucking devastating song? 
Bloodsport by Sleep Token. Mm. Oh my god. And the fact that the lead singer, like, they're completely anonymous, he just goes by Vessel. The fact that mm-hmm. Vessel leaves himself, like, the actual sounds of himself crying when he's done singing this in the, like, final audio, devastating. So yeah, um, if you ever really want to be really in your feelings, listen to Bloodsport by Sleep Token. But the, the Bright Eyes song, like, it kind of basically tells a story about how he was contemplating suicide. Um, and, like, he was, like, planning and, and getting ready to say his goodbyes and everything. And then he's, like, talking to his brother, like, very clearly. Um <laughs> he said, now, of course, it's your decision, but just so you know... If you decide to leave, soon I will follow. What if I set myself on fire? <laughs> and what then? every single time, and it's the way he sings it too, like how he just sort of like trails off and lilts like he's starting to cry. And I just, <clears throat> that song destroys me. But then his brother's having his first child. And so he decides he's got to like clean up his act. And so by the time the baby arrives, when he says, when your new eyes meet mine, they won't see no lies, just love. What if I walked into the ocean? <laughs> I'm telling you, if you want emotional devastation, listen to that song. Because it's not I even like that. a made-up Tonight, it's... face down on this very carpet. Oh my god, that's a song that always just, yeah. But you have to do the same thing with Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, we should really just have a, a bright eyes listening party and just get real sad. Why would we do that to each other? (laughs) But I have multiple albums on vinyl. Stop. I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I listened to to this particular Bright Eyes album. Let me just sit down and wallow. You know, sometimes that is what you need. Also, here's just the thing that's going to make me sound incredibly, incredibly basic. I will never not be in my feelings about Mariana Cross. I don't care how much of a, like, the the ghost song that popped off on TikTok and wound up getting me into ghost. I was trying to figure out why it was basic. I didn't know it was on TikTok. Yeah, no. I I don't care how many people are like, oh, you're like a fake fan or whatever. Like, you know, you just got here, blah, blah, blah. The line, your beauty never, ever scared me. I need that injected- I need that entire song injected directly into my veins. The lyrics are fantastic. There's this little, like, symbol, like, beat thing in the chorus that just scratches an inch in my brain. It's so- it's it's so good. Again, I- people can come after me and be like, oh, that's, like, you know, super basic, blah blah blah. I don't care. Open yourself up to that song feel it god it's so good anyway and now um i i did this on purpose since we had for the podcast technically a pretty heavy conversation um now we have meme review cat edition (laughs) i figured we deserve that after talking about um moments in media that make us sad emotionally devastating content yeah i thought it was a good idea so um 
we have each shared a bunch of cat memes in the podcast drive. Would you like to start or shall I? Either way. Right, I have no problems. I should have pulled this up earlier, but that's on me. Yeah, I got the folder open. Um, I was trying to narrow mine down before we started, but I just... I mean, I have like 15. You have 16. I counted them. Because oh, I can't okay. see if the thumbnails are like this big, so I couldn't see what they were. I did that on purpose. Um, I mean, if you have yours on hand, please pop them in the chat. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I got 19. Okay, <laughs> I tried to throw them Not like we, either of us have anywhere to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're in the podcast folder. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Mm, but do... Hmm. Yeah, but do I want them on screen is the thing. Can't you do that by opening them from the podcast folder? I can. I'm just trying to think of the most eloquent way to do this. Mm. Yeah, basically my strategy was, like, every time I see a meme that I like, I save it. And I often then just unload them. Yeah, so instead of doing <laughs> yeah. that... Um, and so I just went through and tried to find every cat meme that I'd saved that I hadn't sent you yet. Um, you know what? Do you want to put them in the podcast chat? Because then I can pull them up on the side of our screen and have them in. How exactly do I go about that? You, I think you can just copy. Like, if you click copy, like, copy like you can just copy and paste it. Okay. I don't think the Discord text chat will try and stop you. It's not letting me... Hmm. Hold on. Yeah, I suppose we should have sorted this out in advance. Let's I mean, that's on happens. that's on us, but frankly, if you're <laughs> here after 115 episodes expecting just, you know, smooth hmm. sailing, utterly <laughs> frictionless episode flow, that's on you. <laughs> like, to be completely honest. So... Oh, is there a button here? Sure. What is this like a? Huh. It's it's letting me copy the link to the Google Drive. Here, you know what? Hold on. Um, image. But I can't just copy and paste the actual meme. Oh, I like that bullshit. Yeah, because when you right click to like save it or whatever, like it, oh, it says add a comment. That's annoying as hell. Yeah, and when I click copy on it when I'm not, like, on the picture, it just gives me the link. Well. And I they're all from my phone, so I can't. Although, mm, it would be hard to find them on my phone right now. Okay, well then, you know what? We're just gonna curate. scooch this window over onto my screen. And I, don't I mean, really I don't know. It's not that professional. Oh, I mean, you can... How, how's that? Ooh. Oh, no, but that worked. The link to it does work. Oh, fantastic. Okay, yeah, so send the link, and then I can just click it, and it is visible for the audience. Wonderful. Got it. Uh, first one. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10. Oliver doesn't really do that much, though. Weird. He's a strange little boy, but we love oh, him regardless. On. Hold on. I swear I copied a new link. No, it's okay. I did! I clicked get link, and then copy link. Link copied. 
There it is. Okay, there it went. Bringing together cats with one of my favorite fandoms. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, you know what? It's, it's, it's the, the preview. It will only show me the little preview where it's, like, cutting off the image. So, screw this. I'm just moving the window on. Uh, yeah. Onto my desktop. Oh, I tried. We try, you know, and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's just a weird snippet of it for that one. No, the other one worked. Oh my god. We really are just struggling tonight, which, like, is that all that different? No. Why won't it just let me copy the pictures? Why? <laughs> He's biting me. <laughs> he likes you. Literally. Every day when I get home, he tacks my ankles. Like a little shithead that he is. That's, that's why I like that. It's like, uh, do you even like him? I would die for him. <laughs> yeah. He's a new little butthead with one brain cell. Yep. That That is from Star Trek The Next Generation. That is Spock's cat. Spot. Oh, not Spock. Wow. Because I was saying Spot. Data. Yes. Data's cat. Spot. I love it. And, uh, Yes. He, he wrote a whole ode to Spot, which is one of my favorite things about. That's so cute, I almost choked on my tea. It's adorable. You should read it. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're good. That was attractive. Moving right along. <laughs> he, he's a cat? Um, text here for audio listeners, even though I will be linking all of these, um... So you can view them yourself if you would like to. But text is, my mom just bought our cat a Christmas stocking, even though we're Muslims and don't even celebrate Christmas. She was like, we don't know what religion he is. We can't force him to be Muslim. He's a cat? Which, like, that's just so wholesome. It's nice, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, just give him all the various religious paraphernalia and let him make his own choice. I love the TikTok where um, somebody's like like shaking out like their their prayer mat and before it even touches the ground the cat's sitting on it like this is mine yeah that's very cat like if they see a square they will be in it oh the next one i thought about taking off because it's not like funny necessarily it's just cute but oh yeah no why would you that's wonderful look at those and also just the murderiness of those eyes They've almost disappeared. That's my my favorite thing about having a void is like when, when her pupils get so big, it's like she has no, it's just black, you know, you can't actually see anything around it. Oh my god, I love it. And it's like the cutest thing. Precious. I love a void. Next. <laughs> oh my god. He was doing that to me literally earlier today when I was sitting in my chair. Because I'm, it's weirdly warm here today and mm -hmm. my apartment is decently warm i'm wearing shorts um but he's standing on my bare leg with those fucking pile driver paws <laughs> i'm like oh my god like he's like seven pounds yeah it's how it, it defies physics no you know what's even worse than when they're like standing like on your chest or whatever is when mm -hmm. they just on the right directly on the boob yep just like slowly agonizingly like yeah. they like will like step a little bit and you're like please yep. don't do this to me and then they just slowly increase the pressure 
It's like, please, literally stand anywhere else. Anywhere else on my body. But no. Yeah. It has to be right there. Yeah. The, uh, I feel like we should be describing them, but... The heaviest objects in the universe, from our sun to neutron stars to black holes, and then each of my cat's individual paws on my stomach. Yep. Oh my god, and he, I don't know what the deal with him is, he is an expert at just stepping directly on my throat while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Why? But I can't kick him out because, I mean, like, I kick him out on weeknights, but I, on weekends, I can't kick him out because then in the morning I don't wake up with him curled up under my chin under the blankets with me. Like, he burrows under there while I'm sleeping and, like, I can't... <laughs> I can't say no to that, you know? Yeah, you gotta have that a couple days a week. Yeah, I need it. Anyway, moving on. This you are in charge of- I'm, I say moving on as in asking you. You are in charge. These are your memes. Well, the, the next one I saved specifically for you, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, lately he's been getting uh, locked out of the bathroom while I shower. Because he's discovered that the trash is fun to eat. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I feel like at least... There's at least one or two more memes that are related to going to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, they do be following yeah. you everywhere. Yeah. He most going certainly does that. <laughs> and, like, I live alone. And I didn't have a cat for a little while. So mm -hmm. sometimes I still am just like, yeah, I don't, lock the, I don't shut the door fully. And then he just, like, pokes his little... Like, the TikTok, where the cat just, like, reaches in and it's that sound that's, like, pissing all by yourself, handsome. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. If ever the yeah. door does not latch completely, yeah. he's like, is for me? When I am here alone, I never bother to close the door. Yeah. And they it's just... Me, so. yeah. And also just... Before I started kicking him out when I shower... Just when I, like, you know, pull back the curtain and he's just standing there staring at me like, where you close it? <laughs> I'm like, do you mind? Little pervert. The next one is another void. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, little like, buddy. They, they do blend in so well. She startles me all the time. And she at least has her two white spots, but... Oh, I've seen it. I have like, seen it. I'll, I have been to your house. I'll, I'll, like, I'll be in the basement and I'll think I'm alone and then all of a sudden I see eyes in the dark. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. It's like, excuse me, ma'am? Yeah, that's a bad thing to have, especially after you just, like, just watch a horror movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just eyes peering at you from the dark, like, ooh. She's my spooky baby. Yeah, it is nice that he doesn't, he doesn't really blend. Because he's a yeah. cow. Yeah, I've never had cats that were that light-colored. But Always also, had, like... um, as a person who predominantly wears black. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's all over everything, but it's fine. I love him. Although I really am this close to just, like, stopping the problem at its source and, like, vacuuming him rather than the rug. That's related to the next meme. Oh, fantastic. Look at me go. Transition. <laughs> I, that's I really... probably what it does. That's probably what it feels like to be a cat. How long were you under my desk, Luna? She just... <laughs> I 
you she was on fire. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very scary to them. And I like how they made the vacuum almost look like Cthulhu. In the- A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Anime monster vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, that is probably how cats see themselves. Die fighting. I never, um... Like, I never had cats who tried to attack the vacuum or anything. They just run. I did have a dog that always, like, barked at it and tried to bite it. He is not... And maybe it's just because of, like, the fact that he's so chill with literally everything. He, like, doesn't like it. But he'll get kind of... Like, if it's stationary for long enough, like, if I'm, like, you know, using a little wand or whatever, he'll get right up there and just be like, what the hell is this? Hmm. But then, of course, it moves, and he's like, oh, never mind, bye. But yep. he's he's pretty brave about it, honestly. Surprising. But he's a weird little boy. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The next one I think I did send you before, but it gets me every time. <laughs> no, it's my biological cat. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying to people, honestly. I know. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to be like, oh, did you adopt your cats or something? You know, like instead of buying them or something. That way I could be like, oh, no, they're my biological they're cats. My biological cat. <laughs> I just so badly I want someone to ask. Your time will come, I promise. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm. You know, got this stirred up. I will say it so gleefully. I love it. I hope I'm there when it happens. <laughs> I really, I really do hope that is the case. Sticks my leggy out. 
<laughs> it's a tent. He made his own tent. I just... It's always funny when Oliver is chilling in the beanbag and, like, you know, licking himself obscenely loud, as he does. But sometimes he'll, like, move around. Like, he'll, like, have... Stick his leg out in such a position that it's the only thing you can see sticking off of the beanbag. Just, like... It's very funny. Especially with, like, the beans all spread. Uh Uh-huh. Just a random paw appearing out of nowhere. West Virginia. That is actually <laughs> one of my go-to karaoke songs. I will go it's hard. Stupid. <laughs> Especially that last one. <laughs> That's a classic. I did. Cats it. and cowboy hats singing country road. It's just country roads. Oh. Can't say what she looks so happy with herself and her rock collection. <laughs> face. Oh, it's a great rock collection. I can't Proud. look at her. Piper. Piper. She would just be laying there, and I would just hear. <sighs> I'm like, what? Was it a hard day at work? Well, now you can say, what ails you, my little unemployed freeloader? I know, he is a little freeloader. Again, love him, would die for him. Um, you contribute nothing to this house. But that's okay. Yeah, he contributes cuteness and snuggles. Yeah, this one's a bit of a read. No, but, like, why is it right? <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah, for, for audio, it's a munchkin cat. The tiny little paws. It says she looks like the woman named Margaret who sits in the front of the office and has a Betty Boop calendar and usually is a little stressed out because no one ever puts the outgoing mail in the right place and she's not really great with this whole Google Docs thing. <laughs> yeah, but she always remembers to fill up her candy jar with peanut M&Ms in seasonal colors and when she finally retires, this whole place will probably fall apart. And like, it's so accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's so specific, and it's like, yeah, yeah. that is Margaret. <laughs> That's her. That's her in cat form. Right down to the little pink Vera Bradley-looking leash. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I don't know why it's accurate, but it is. Amazing. Some things you just can't boil down to words. It's a, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's a feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope that whenever anyone who is just listening to this episode takes does take a moment to click through the attachments that they will understand. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, I mean, oh. It's like an emo cat. Emo cat. Emo cat, indeed. I love him. He's like staring out the like- window like, no one understands me. Well, like, why would the HomePod Mini, like, play music because the cat meowed? It just, like... I don't know, but I'm glad it does. And I'm glad that Emo Cat is having, is enjoying himself, pretending to be in an angsty music video. Very dramatic. Amazing. Yeah, he Oliver's not much of a keyboard walker, mostly because I keep him off of my desk, like period. Yeah. 
but I can see how that would be a problem if I had a laptop, because he sure do like being on top of my lap. Yeah, well, that's why, like, technically this is my laptop. I just have external monitors connected to it, but I keep my laptop closed for that reason. Yeah. And then I use this wireless keyboard that I have on the shelf that slides in because, yep. nope. But, like, everybody should have a boss like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? Like... <laughs> Cat just is gibberish. Absolutely. Smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> like, I just... Uh, me as a boss. <laughs> Why is my professor a cat? Oh my god, and they, <laughs> they made a cat professor Twitter account. That's... I love the commitment to the bit that you change your Twitter handle and your display name just to mess with somebody. But you see, the, the the handle is at cat. Like, how early did they have to get that account? I mean, it also could just be Photoshop, but either way, it's funny. Well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I went to school for seven years to get this job. Okay, two more. <laughs> Am I the asshole? I always guard the bathroom when my roommate is using it to protect her from dangers. Parentheses, family tradition, she refuses to extend this courtesy to me even when I use my bathroom at 3am, even when I scream for her. Is she being unreasonable? I'm a cat if this is relevant, and then it trails off. <laughs> yeah. It gets me too, because it's the, I'm the cat if this is relevant. <laughs> I love when anyone, like, any like im like someone who's like coming to a location like just for one thing like gets attached to whatever animal is there like absolutely excellent 10 out of 10 yeah excellent fantastic batch of memes i'm a huge fan yeah there's some real solid ones in there okay now oh yeah okay I I've opened up the first one before. I was like, wait, for a second, I was like, wait, do I have to stream anything? I was like, nope, never mind. We all, we put them in separate folders for a reason. On the screen, I'm just not looking. Oh, okay. Um, we'll go. Until ahead. you're ready. Love this Facebook post. I've seen that one. Yeah, because it's like they look exactly the same. They're the same level of chunk. Yeah, they're both a little chubby. Yeah. They have the exact same markings, the same face. It's, it's a one Facebook thing, post you know, it just says, last month my cat disappeared. A week ago I found him and brought him home. Today my cat came back. Now I have two identical cats. And they are identical. Also, um, for my musical people out there, it's Bustifer Jones. The chunky black and white cat. Oh, he's so cute. I mean, I feel like they would have eventually be able to tell the difference, but they had that cat for a week without noticing that it wasn't their cat. But also, like, maybe if your cat was missing for a month, it would be a little weird if it was just, like, chilling out on the streets after being a house cat. Yeah, I, know. I, I feel like I would know my cats, but I don't... Hmm. I don't know. Either like, way, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, like, most voids look the same, but I would know Nixie. I believe it. This is just, um, this is me 
it's just relevant because the image is a cat. It's a cat that it's a kitten that looks very sad, and it just says, "Sorry for being weird and off-putting. It will happen again." Which, yeah, I think that should. I should probably just get that fucking tattooed on my forehead at this point. <laughs> Moving right along. Every time I see a meme like that, I want to know what's underneath the bar. You know, like, what it used to there's say. There's something about the, like, weird censored meme where I'm never going to know the context that I find very funny. This is also not necessarily a meme about, like, cats. This is a screenshot of an Instagram post that I took. And it was overheard at a Broadway production during the intermission of Cats. What is this about? Which, like, yeah. It's... There's two answers. Nothing. Nothing. And cats. cats. Um, Technically, the plot is they're cats, and they all introduce themselves until one of them receives permission to die. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Go see the production. (laughs) Cats is so much fun. If you remember when we watched the movie? I try not to. (laughs) If I'm being completely honest with you. I try not to. But uh, if you want to sit in a theater and be just entertained with shiny things and spectacle and song and dance for two hours go find a production of cats i saw i like saw the actual musical live absolutely bangs i can see why that ran on broadway for as long as it did it's fun you might have a lot of questions but at no point are you ever thinking am i bored hmm i mean arguably even with the movie version i wouldn't have asked if i was bored more like confused upset yeah Uh, this is another one where it's not necessarily the cat that is the meme (laughs) but but this is just like a reaction that i use to a lot of things and say a lot like say brain scrambled egg And he he looks looks like such a little gremlin i know he looks so alarmed like he really does look like he's buffering but he's got colored eyes and heterochromia. I love that. No, he's a special boy. But, like, I, this is me at so many different points during my day. Just like, yeah, no thoughts. My brain is scrambled egg. Mm-hmm. So, I just figured I'd share him with y'all. Yeah, that's, that's a lovely thought. Cat in the dryer. <laughs> I feel like I had this in my, uh, my folder of memes. It's possible. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, that's his truck and he's ordering from a drive-thru at 12 a.m. That's why I always keep my dryer closed, because... Yeah, the dryer's in the basement, he doesn't get there. But I just love the chicken sandwich and scratch my butt, please. Like, yeah, that's exactly what a cat would order at a drive-thru at 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. Also, his something about his expression. Orange boy. I love a good orange boy. Ridiculous creatures. I don't- you've probably never played Skyrim. That's not important. I just like how tiny he is compared to the little Skyrim quest marker that has been edited above this insanely teeny tiny little kitten. And it just- it's talk. Bebo. Try my best to look like the emoji. Talk to him. (laughs) Talk to Bebo. I would love to. I would love to see um, what quest he gives me. I will happily complete it for him. Kittens that young tend to, like, scream a lot. So I bet if you poke him, he actually would probably. Oh, I'm sure. He's got a quest marker over him. He has Mm -hmm. things to say. 
Yeah, I think I feel like that would work. He's my objective. Anyway. The prophecy is complete. <laughs> it's a cat. Love. Yeah. Sitting on a pillow, which has the embroidered design of a cat sitting on a pillow. Cat pillowception, if you will. And I also just I, like I that the love... cat even looks like the cat on the pillow. I feel like it's kind of um, almost like a trend in cat memes, maybe, recently, of cats that, like, fit perfectly into, like, an old painting or something like that. Like, Amazing. And then they get into just the right spot, and so it looks like they were, yeah. Um, Except, this cat, you know who this cat looks like? Nandor. Not yet. <laughs> that loves Nandor in cat form. Just the <laughs> dopey smile, the fangs. That's uh, the no, I, not a single thought behind those eyes. That is Nandor. I, I love it when Nixie's little little fangs stick out. It just kills me because they stand out so well against the black fur. <laughs> but yeah, I saw this cat and I was immediately like, "That's him. That what is Mr. Relentless." What a face. But yeah. Nixie, this is making me want to see you. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to get in my lap a little bit ago. I wouldn't let her. Amazing. Um, this one kind of speaks for itself. Okay. Is that suggesting the cat moved the cushion? I would assume so, yeah. Okay. Strong. Comfy. Comfy. Which, like, okay, Cats, I guess. You know, different places, trying out new sleeping spots. His goals are beyond our understanding. You know, a lot of cats don't really like super soft stuff. Which is so bizarre, because, like, why are you so soft and fluffy if you don't like it? Maybe that's the problem. There's too much fluffiness already. Could like, because they have multiple cat beds that have, like, you know, a cushion inside of them, like the covered ones. Oh my god, all like, he does is fucking attack his. There's there's that gray one right there you can see. They always pull out the cushion and lay. They won't lay in if the cushion's there. They pull it out themselves. I cannot get him to use the bed that I bought him. Yeah, no, you wait. You'll waste a lot of money on cat beds. Well, the cats no, I had before these ones never slept in beds. Fun. But these ones do a little bit. Well, that, that's something. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's a meme that I made. And gave to um, the secretary at the canal to print out for us and stick it in the crew quarters. Nice. I just thought it was nice. Love. I love when they sit like that all weird. It's delightful. <laughs> How can that be comfortable? I just, I know they got more bones than we do, but. Um, and I do believe this is my final one, I think. Yeah. But I just, I love oh. how chonky this cat is. I love how happy he looks. I love the caption, which reads, When he gets in the tub, sometimes he purrs so loud that the shampoo bottles fall over. I love that he is made that happy just by sitting in an empty bathtub, that his purr is loud enough to rattle the walls to the point that the shampoo bottles fall over. I'm so yeah. He deserves it. I love him so much. What was the, um... From the, the cat breeds professional rumble machine. Professional, professional rumble machine. Oh, wait, actually, no, I have an arrow. 
I was gonna say, it looks like you have like five more or something. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, here's another wonderful cat just doing weird cat things. It's a picture of a kitty staring at an ice cube on, on the floor, and it says, Booker loves staring at ice cubes. He doesn't lick them or touch them, he just stares and purrs. To which a person has commented, just a fan of thermodynamics. Which, like, yeah, okay, good for you, bud. There are... Cats do have a fascination with ice cubes a lot of the time. I don't. Bella used to love them, and I would put them in her water bowl, and she would just have a grand time just trying to bat I should them try out. that for him. It's fun. I don't think he's aware of the fact that ice is a thing. See, so many new things to discover. I am. Yeah. You know, every now and again, when he does follow me into the bathroom, one of the things that I do is I hold him up to the mirror to see if he's gained sentience yet. Mm -hmm. Thus far, no. No, yeah. Not surprising. (laughs) What did she do? It's always a pause while I'm looking at a spinny wheel. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) This is a pet finder listing for... A very cute, uh, what would you, that's Calico, right? You call that Calico Kitty? Tortoiseshell. Tortoiseshell. For a kind of cute, but maybe possibly slightly grouchy looking, uh, tortoiseshell kitty. But her name is, um, Polly Pissy Pants. So, either this cat is a bitch, or, um, she peed on somebody. Or both. Tortoiseshell cats are notoriously bitchy. Oh, wonderful. So, I mean, yeah, so maybe she's just a bitch. The term is actually, there's a word that people use that's tortitude. Which I was very aware of. Because my fluffy cat, my long-haired cat, she was a tortie in white. You know, so she had the tortoiseshell coloring, but then the white belly and paws. So, and she was always very high-strung. And that's how I took notice of the the tortoiseshell cat community. And like, no, it's tortitude. They're all like that. Oh my god, I love it. Um, yeah, so... But also, like, man, they did her so dirty with that name. Yeah, look at that face, though, you can tell. Oh, yeah, no, she's giving you a look. Beautiful, but... I love tortoiseshell coloring. <laughs> this is just such an accurate drawing. Like the chin. <laughs> like, the way their eyes completely disappear, and, like, you can see their... It's, like, a little gross, especially when they, like, get their slimy-ass lips on your face. But, like, yeah. it's so cute. And, again, the drawing is just... <laughs> it's, I love the... There's something about a bad MS Paint drawing Yeah. that just elevates any kind like, of meme. Exhalation of the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. A thief. I know he drank a milk. <laughs> yeah, which this this is another thing that hits like a couple of different meme things I love. One, just the cat's expression and his little milk mustache on his gray face. But the poor grammar of the caption, I know he drank a milk. And also just the way that he looks like he that is a cat who has been caught in the act. Yep. Like, that is a man who has been caught committing a crime. It's just wearing white lipstick, it's fine. <laughs> See the account stupid pet face. <laughs> and this is the last one. And I love it so much. <laughs> Came home drunk last night and got way too excited to see my cat. And yeah. it is a white cat with lipstick marks all over it. Poor thing. I love how he like looks slightly alarmed. Haunted. Yeah. Haunted the worst. It's just like, man, what just like what just happened? Questioning life. 
why are any of us here? Yeah, his expression, the fact that there are, again, lipstick marks all over this white cat. Absolutely delightful. 10 out of 10. Um, I've been there. It's probably going to happen to me at some point. I just, I mean, it's already happened. I just haven't been wearing lipstick. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll happen someday. Get in the kitty smoochies where you can. Especially because he's, you know, he's, he's cow. He's mostly white. Mm-hmm. So, this could be Oliver one day, and most likely will be. But, um, thus concludes my kitty memes. Technically, there is another thing I have on the list today, but I think we have been going for long enough to bring us yeah, to yeah. the weekly worsening. Yeah, it's Where I off. have a fucking plethora of uh, ways that I'm worse this week. But uh, do you have anything that you would like to start with? You you go first while I continue to ponder. Wonderful. Um, Here's how I'm worse this week. I am bought ghost tickets. I am going to go see Ghost this summer. And I am already really embarrassingly excited. Um... I have designated one, hmm, yeah, you know what, fine, I'll say this in public. I have already chosen a bra that I'm going to throw. Because I will be in the pit. Like, I bought pit tickets. Like, you're gonna, have, like, have in your pocket? Well, yeah. Or you're gonna be wearing it and then take it off and then do it. Though the plan... That would be difficult. <laughs> Well, I'm planning on wearing a sports bra when I'm actually at the concert because, again, summer, I'm pit, it. dancing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the other, last night when I was on the way back from dinner, from Valentine's Day dinner mm-hmm. with my um, lovely boyfriend who puts up with so much, it, like, hit me that the thing that I purchased I was like oh like this is a thing that's like going to happen and I got so excited that I did that thing like you know when dogs are so excited that like there's just this weird like whine that they like physically cannot hold back Mm -hmm. and they're like shaking that was Mm -hmm. me that was me on the way home from hibachi last night sort of like wheezy almost whining (laughs) yeah that was me um so, that's how I'm worse. I'm, like, so much worse. <laughs> nice. How about you, Bestie? Um, I I guess I just, I continue to make stellar purchasing decisions. Wonderful, what'd you do this time? Um, I may have bought a toy, like, squishy, like, stress ball material, s'more. So you're adding to the collection. Yes. And I, I got my death note. Hell it's like, yeah. dude, it is so high quality. Like, it's like a nice, like, soft leather. It's got regular pages in it, but it also has, like, all the rules and stuff. Oh my god, that's and awesome. And a little ribbon bookmark. Oh my god, it's it's a thing of beauty. And it came with, like, a bookmark oh my god, and two it. necklaces that I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do with those. I could wear one of them um, for Misa. It has an L on it. There's one that's an L and one that has the little card that says whoever's name, whatever human's name is written in this death note will die. Or, yeah, okay, that's a that's a thought. Um, 
Yeah, and so, and I got my little Ryuk coming on Friday. Supposed to be delivered. That's so exciting. So, like, I, I swear I'm a grown-up. <laughs> I keep telling myself that, too. Um... Anybody who looks at my Amazon order history would assume I have kids. <laughs> Pretend I do not see it. Um, you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say it's fine with the little authority that I have over anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes me happy. That's all that matters. You know, that's all that matters. Um, as I have said definitely to you in real life before, possibly not on the podcast, but uh, the motto for 2023 is uh, within reason, of course. Um, yep. Fuck it, we ball. Oh, I did make some other people worse yesterday. Oh, wonderful. What'd you do? Um, I dedicated a portion, not a huge portion, 10-15 minutes of one of my classes showing them clips from Mac and me. Fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah, how... What class? How many people did you subject to this? Well, see, it wasn't that many, because this was the class, it got added, like, a week before the semester started. Oh, when people see, I thought you were doing that in your, like, 100-person lecture, and I was yeah. like, that is, that is dedication to just, no. to making people worse. No, it's just, there's only 11 people in this class. It's, like, the smallest class I've had in years. But still, years. you made 11 uh, people worse, and for that, I'm proud of you. But we were, we were talking about, like, um horizontal integration you know in these big corporations that have holdings across various industries uh, ha, ha, ha. and i have a poll everywhere question where they were giving examples nice. you know with devices and one of them popped up and it said mcdonald's they have restaurants and a movie and i, was I like, immediately was like do you do you guys know what mac and me is were they thinking like, of something else yeah, I got so, like, hyped up and excited, none of them knew what I was talking about. I'm so sorry. Somebody tried to, somebody tried to guess supersize me, and then everybody started laughing, like, that's a documentary that's critical of fast food. No, but I remember when I was a kid, like, I, I am not of the generation that watched Mac and Me as a child, but I, they were, it's like a, they did, like, a little, like, Ronald McDonald cartoon. Like, I know for a fact that's a thing. We had it on VHS. Yeah. So, like, well, I'm assuming that's probably what someone around my age might have been thinking of? Well, no, they were talking about a movie that came out a couple years ago called The Founder. Oh, mm-hmm. About, like, the founder of McDonald's, I think is what... I don't I've never actually seen the movie, but that's what they were referring to. But... And so, then I, of course, had to tell them about Mac and Me. Well, yeah, like, try to explain it, which is basically a ripoff of E.T. that's one big advertisement for McDonald's. Yeah. Um... And I said, maybe you all have seen the gif of the kid in the wheelchair falling off a cliff. And one student knew exactly what I meant. He sort of yeah, laughed. There you, go. there you go. I mean, you know, sometimes being chronically online helps. And so I, I told them, I was like, oh, you know, we're going to take our break. And probably during the break, I'm going to look up clips on YouTube to show you. And someone's like, can you show us the gif? <laughs> yes, Hell I yeah. We watched it cycle like 15 times. As well, you know, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. And then I showed him a clip of the full scene of that. Amazing. Where Incredible. On the hill and the trailer and the McDonald's dance party. Yes. <laughs> we like do, need to, we do need to watch that at some point. I know I've said this on the pod before, but like, I loved that movie as a kid. You know, I didn't recognize what it for what it was. I thought yeah. Mac was adorable. And I made my mom rent the VHS like so many times. 
We should. I'm sure someone has made a drinking game for that movie. We should watch Every it. Every time they whistle and, and and do this and play that game. <laughs> they and, do this and maybe die. Who knows? Yeah. Oh my god. I want to watch it so badly. Maybe we'll have time this weekend. Ooh, very possible. Yes, this weekend. Um, not that this even matters, but this weekend we're seeing Beetlejuice, baby. Yeah, this weekend we rage. Beetlejuice and sushi, bitch. <laughs> we're going. Yeah, we're raging. We're going out to a restaurant and seeing a musical. <laughs> and man, that musical is at two o'clock in the afternoon. So we're, you know, damn. No, and really we're like using it, it as an excuse to like get dressed up. It's yeah. <laughs> And it's not just any sushi, it's rotating sushi. Conveyor belt sushi! So excited. This is... It's gonna be good. So, you know, there's yeah. there's another thing we can leave you with. We will report back. Yeah, about how it has made us worse. I mean, I have already gone through a major hyperfixation with Beetlejuice the Musical. Maybe this will reawaken it. Who knows? No, I'm just talking about the whole the whole weekend. Oh, wonderful. Great. So, yeah, we'll have we we will have options is what we're saying to you. <laughs> All right. As always, thank you for fighting with us friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you and we will see you again next week. Adios. Later. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.